Hi guys, it's Grace and welcome back to Boba Podcast. Okay, so today I brought in a special guest. This is my friend, Valentine. Valentine, yes. <laughs> that is her name. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Valentine. I am a second year at UCLA. I'm majoring in design media arts and also cognitive science. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks for that great intro. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't help do, uh, do you any favors with that intro. I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, as you guys can tell, Valentine is a very cool human being. Uh, I thought it was be very, very interesting to bring her on. And uh, in this episode, we can kind of talk, like, since you do go to UCLA, and I myself, um, for the 567th time mentioned, uh, go to UC Davis, uh, I was thinking we kind of, you know, compare and contrast our different, uh, the different schools, you know, the Aggies versus the, uh, what's the mascot for UCLA? Bruins? Bruins. Bruins, I believe. Yeah, yeah. go Bruins! <laughs> Woo! We are Bruins anyways, actually. <laughs> I think our animal is like a bear. I'm looking it up right now, and a Bruin is actually a bear, but it's a bear. It's like like children's fairy tale. They call bears Bruin. Oh, wait, that's so interesting, actually. Yeah, so for all of you guys listening out there now, you know what a Bruin is because Asher as heck did not before this. Okay, because obviously transitioning from like high school to UCLA, would be very different, right? So how, like, can you talk a little bit about, like, differences, I guess, you noticed? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things about college that I really enjoy about it is the independence and freedom that I get, because back in high school, I was a very small little person with, like, curfews and, like, not much freedom. I was living with my parents, and they had, like, a lot of, they put a lot of structure into my life, so I didn't really have that much leeway or that much room to really explore myself and I think college was like that turning point it was it was a time when I could really explore parts of myself that I wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to explore in high school I guess I feel like this applies to like not just like going to a UC but just like um the transition from high school to college in general like I don't know if you got this too but like I didn't even really realize like how much rigidity there was I guess you could say I definitely Um, agree there were so many nights when I would just like go out at midnight and just like screw around with friends and like just having that like freedom feels so nice although I did have a roommate who she hadn't she hadn't turned 18 yet so like her parents were still watching her via um wait whoa what (laughs) wait sorry excuse me (laughs) (laughs) like she was still 17. She, like, graduated a year early, and, um, like, her parents still track her through her phone, so, like, they track wherever oh. she goes and, like, all of that. And she, I remember, like, she was complaining about that, like, why can't my parents leave me alone? Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I just want to be 18, and, like, I just want to be independent and everything. And she was, like, totally mature, too. Like, she was, like, she had her stuff together, mm-hmm. and, like, but her parents still somehow didn't trust her still, so... I feel like, okay, actually, just kidding. Uh, I didn't give, like, any background um, at the beginning of the episode of how we actually know each other. Um, it's not like I just, like, found her off the street and was like, hey, you want to do um, a podcast episode? Oh, yeah. So, like, I guess going back to, like, um, how we met and stuff, 
So I just remember in middle school, I had a big friend crush on Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I ever told you that, but you know, confession time. I had a friend crush on you because um, I remember oh <laughs> in a uh, sixth grade, I believe. Um, yeah. It was in sixth grade. I remember you were like the new girl in town or in class or whatever. And I was thinking like, dude, like she seems like super like, I don't know. I was I was drawn to your energy, I guess. And I was like, dude, I want to be like friends with her. Like she seems like super, super like just like chill and cool, but like cool. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. I mean like thank you. I think I was just like really sick of moving around so much and I was like I was like out of it at that point. But like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the two sides to the story. She's just like, yeah, I was just done. And I'm here like, oh my gosh, like she was so cool and like mysterious and <laughs> breed of people you know especially at our high school it was very like I must get like oh my gosh I got like a 15 something on my SAT score like that's trash and (laughs) whereas I feel like going off to like Davis like people are kind of just like oh I I feel this class it's whatever I can just retake it and I'm like yo like the people at Davis just seem so much more chill I guess and that was something that was just kind of like whoa like shocker that's one of the biggest things I've noticed between high school and college is that in college I guess since the academic academia (laughs) academics I believe that is the correct term (laughs) (laughs) like it's a lot more difficult in college and I think that's why people are tend to be more chill and like nonchalant about like whether they get a bad grade or not Mm -hmm. in high school people were a lot more stingy or at least from our high school people were a lot more a lot more stingy and like a little bit yeah but like not just like the people I feel like but like just like the vibes in general I guess and I don't know like every like I remember like just walking around campus sometimes and like I would just see like on our campus like there are a lot of like just grassy like you know like chill spots you can chill like there was like like, a ton of like lawns and stuff where I just saw like a ton of people just like laying there like I don't know were they like sleeping were they dead I'm not sure. There would be like this little grassy area next to um these stairs called the Jan Steps they're they're like the centermost part of UCLA and their campus People would, like, bring their own hammocks and just, like, hang around that area, and it would just be, like, a nice environment, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, people brought their own hammocks? A little store somewhere on campus where people can, like, rent a hammock and just, like, use that for wherever. Um, (laughs) This is the first I'm hearing about something like that. I mean... (laughs) Because, like, I've heard of, like, rent your own bikes and, like, rent your, like, rent a car or something, but, like, rent a hammock, like, that's a first. <laughs> it's an essential, I think. Yes. Also, another thing I did notice about, like, differences in, co- like, college versus home life, like, I know in my home specifically, like, by the time it's, like, 10, like, everybody in my family is, like, passed out and nothing happens. It's, like, dead. Whereas, like, at college, like, 10 o'clock, that's, like, early, you know? <laughs> Like people, no, yeah, like, it's really early. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, people are like still up at ten. Um, sometimes I would go on mid- midnight walks to campus, and usually midnight would be like a very dangerous time to go out. But like, mm-hmm. people are still out at like twelve and one a.m. and it's like it's like it's like a norm, you know? Yeah, no, for real, exactly. And the thing is, like, it, it doesn't even—it's not even like a weekend or anything. I mean, not to say that like um you can only go out the, on the weekends, but I guess like for me, I kind of associated in my brain. Um, like weekdays are usually like days where you like you know like study work. hard work hard and then like weekends are oh. like like go ham I guess um, but it's kind of it was really interesting I guess just seeing like a ton of people just roaming campus like in the depth of night 
um, at the most ungodly hours, I guess. Oh, you know, another thing about going, like, this is not as well just for UCs, but, like, frats. Frats, frats, frats. There are, are so many frats. Yes. There are a lot of frats. A lot of Greek letters. I... There are so many Greek letters. Okay, first of all, I don't even know the Greek al- alphabet, so that's already <laughs> a struggle in itself. But, like, when you start, like, putting, like, all these different combinations of letters together, like, there's so many frats. And I, can ne- I can't even keep track of because um, my old roommate was in a frat, and she, like, mentioned this frat, like, multiple times. Like, she would say the name multiple times, and for some reason, like, I could just never remember, like, what the name of her frat was, because, like, Greek is just, like, it, it goes in one ear and comes out the other. Just one time with my friends and I, we were trying to find a specific frat because they were, like, having a party or something, and we just wanted to, like, check it out. Yeah. She would, like, say the name multiple times, and we would never, like, eventually, like, find it, or we would never, like, remember it eventually. Yeah, all the frat names, they all just sound the same. I don't the same. know the okay. difference between any of them. Okay, like, like dead, okay, like, dead ass. It really do feel like that, though. I don't know. I personally, like, I am also considering joining a frat, but it's not like a frat frat. It's like, it's like a professional frat. frat. It's like a, like a, like a, what kind of, like, frat? Is it kind of like a business frat? Kind of? kind of. It's like, it's like a co-ed entrepreneurship frat. I don't remember the name. I'm so sorry. It's like, I think it's like Sigma... <laughs> something (laughs) we love that it's like yo i want to join your frat it's like lit like do you know our name it's like well no (laughs) but i want to join your frat i don't think i would want to join like a um like a sorority or like like a typical frat where like they want to like haze people and although Hmm. i kind of want to get hazed i feel like that's that's an essential part of the college experience like if you don't get hazed once then like are you doing college right (laughs) (laughs) i've never heard that before but okay i love the pain (laughs) (laughs) oh god no, I'm yeah, like, I, know, I totally get what you mean though like it is like it does seem like kind of like ah, a, like a little bit of like a rite of passage almost kind of like going to a party I feel like sort of like once you've gone to like a party it's like okay like I'm in college now sort of yeah it's the same as like going to prom in high school I would say mm-hmm. yeah um and like I wasn't really like that in high school like I didn't go to prom I didn't go to any of the dances and I don't feel like I missed out on anything that kind of reminds me of like UCLA is a very um not STEM based school but there are a lot of pre-meds at UCLA and I haven't many of them because obviously I'm an art major and I don't really like talk to I I don't have like classes with those people or anything I don't take their classes I know Um, that like a lot of pre-meds they have like a structure that they need to follow like there are certain classes that they they need to take for med school and all of that and for me I'm just kind of like going with the flow and I don't really have like a set plan as to like what I want to do or, like, or what my future is going to look like or anything I just kind of want to take baby steps and live in the moment yeah no I get that and I feel like that's honestly like it's a lot less stress and pressure I feel like that way as well I don't know if a lot of pre-meds know that they want to be doctors later on in their lives I know that the trade-off is really good like but they have to years of schooling before they can actually become a doctor or like a professional in like the medicinal field they just want to do it because they they have that comfort of knowing that once they're done with doing all of these that once they're done with the exams and like going to med school and all that then they can like move on with their lives comfortably I don't know do you really want to like go through that many years of struggles just to like extremely financially successful or or like right okay okay that's uh, the thing okay but like okay this is my train of thinking though and I could be like totally wrong but the thing is like I feel like okay so you go to med school right and then you gotta pay 
like a shit ton of money to like you know go to school and whatnot and like grad school and all that or whatever and then I feel like you're like in the case that you take loans or something right you're gonna be like buttload in debt right and then so you got to go through all this schooling you're got to go through all this debt all this stress and pain it takes a lot and no and the thing is like you got to have to have that like pre-designated by a pretty early age I feel like and that's just like med people like uh, med pre-med or med in general um it's like just people in general like I feel like have to figure out their lives like from so early on like literally like we're 18 like we're basically like basically fresh out of the womb um and we (laughs) gotta figure out like what we want to do for the rest of our lives like that's kind of crazy if you think about it I don't know like for you personally like I feel like you've always been into art so like I don't know like how early on did you know that like you wanted to get into art like uh, to be like an art major I realized that pretty late into my life, I think. Like, in a year I, of high school. I, I grew up in, like, a kind of, in a, in a household where my parents would see me making art and doing art and, like, really enjoying it. And um, they would always tell me to, like, pursue it as a hobby, but I should do something else on the side. Like, I should pursue, like, a government job or whatever. Or, yeah. like, I should do business or, like, be a doctor or, or something. Yeah, dude, I feel um, like it's, like, the the... <laughs> the three jobs it was like, like doctor lawyer engineer that like all Asian parents <laughs> want their kids to do no yeah I so I went through that but then I think eventually I realized that like after taking the chemistry classes and like math classes and in high school I realized that like I can I can do it I wasn't really enjoying it and I know that there are other people who are like hardcore for this like for the stem classes and everything and like they're like they're for it but I personally am not I catered <laughs> more towards art um <laughs> it's like we ain't here for it oh my gosh dude okay lightweight okay kind of off topic but like chem gross no offense to all you like chem lovers out there but like I don't know how you do it no yeah it's just cool um mad props to everyone who's like majoring in, like chem and physics and like the hard sciences I I could never I mean I could probably but I could not like, I feel like I could I, I genuinely could not like I feel like my intellectual capacity uh is just not on that same tier like I don't know like I, I like it's it brings into the whole sorry this is kind of off topic but like the whole thing of like oh like nature versus nurture you know what I mean like oh you can technically like study super hard and like become a doctor it's like yeah but like if you don't have like the natural kind of like incentive and also like the brains kind of for it lightweight like it's a lot harder yeah I was talking with a friend who was originally pre-med, um, but then they switched to a to to pre-health. So they switched from like a biochem major to sociology because they realized that they liked working with people and they wanted to pursue that route. I asked and, them like why did they want to pursue pre-med in the first place, and they said that they wanted to do it one to please their parents and two because it gives good pay. Oh, and I, yo. I feel like. Yeah, that, no, I like. I feel like that's the reason why, like, eighty-five percent of people, honestly, in med do it. Like, they just do it for like those two reasons. And it does take some time to like realize why you want to do what you want to do, and figuring out if that's like the best route for you to, for you to take. Yeah, um, dude, it's a constant struggle because you gotta like, you know, I don't want to live on the streets for the rest of my life, so I gotta pick something like somewhat financially stable, but also like something that's not gonna make me want to like bash my head in like twenty-four-seven as well. When I first got accepted into UCLA my family was like ecstatic obviously and um I don't think they wanted they were expecting me to pursue an art major but I think that the fact that that I got into UCLA they didn't really care what I was going to study because they knew that I was going to come out of UCLA 
um, like, okay, I was going to like end up okay and fine anyway. I'm um, happy that I get to go to a, a school and I that I get to get and that I get to learn what I want to pursue in the future, which is art and design. Um, and I um, realize that I have that privilege. I have the privilege of knowing that comfort that I'm going to be fine no matter what. Mm, yeah. In a way, we're pretty lucky in that aspect that, like, I guess growing up Asian American, like, it's not like our uh, parents were. Really it was like literally like survival of the fittest kind of situation. And we don't have, like, to, like, we do have the privilege of kind of exploring our options and, like, choosing what, instead of, like, just doing what you gotta do to survive. I feel, I think also, like, personally, my, my parents used to be, like, super traditional and they were super adamant on me pursuing something in, like, business or, like, or, or STEM, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I think over time, they kind of saw me and they were like, yeah, this girl is not gonna, like, they're slowly realizing that that's, like, the most important thing over anything else in my own happiness. It's really nice that like your parents are so supportive. What's it like though to be like an art major I guess at a school that's not like a primary, a I can English, um, a primarily uh, not art school kind of school? In the end I would sort of compare and I just found that UCLA was the most feasible option for me financially and also like geographically it's far enough I, I it's kind of nice though because it's like far enough so like your parents like can't nag you for everything I guess <laughs> but it is like close enough that like if you really had like a mental breakdown or something um you could come home right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> although their art department is not as well known it's still pretty good and I did my research and I'm like I, I made sure that UCLA art program was not like super iffy I yeah, guess. like dank, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they were good enough. I mean, like, no, but like they're really good. Um, I really enjoyed my time here. I love my professor and I love what I'm learning. Um, I really like my studio classes. Like even as an art major, I still have the same, I still, I still have to take the same GEs as everyone else. I still have to like fulfill those requirements and everything. Um, so like, you, but, but would you say like your classes are like more enjoyable now compared to like the kind of like classes from back in the day yeah but I think that you can say that with any major um because uh, well debatable yeah no yeah because for my major specifically like I actually have to I didn't realize at the time but or I guess I should have realized but like yeah I actually have to take like quite a bit of science-based classes and honestly I'm not really a science gal so um it's proving to be a bit difficult but nonetheless it it could be worse do those classes apply to your major though like yeah yeah okay. like I need to take like chem and like oh chem and it's like <gasps> oh my gosh I want to cry sometimes but it's okay <laughs> it's okay we're working towards a goal <laughs> wait when you go back to LA and like you quarantine and stuff are you you're gonna be like self-quarantined like just by yourself no, I'm going to be in my apartment with my roommates. Okay, um, okay, okay. As long as I'm negative. If, I, if, I, if I'm positive, then they will put me into, like, a... A little hamster ball. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a quarantine unit. Oh, uh, okay. So at least you won't be, like, low... Okay, because I was... Because th I just realized, I thought that, like, you were going to be, like, by yourself. Like in an apartment, quarantined for 14 days, and I was like, oh, snap, that's kind of intense. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought about, like doing a single because that's obviously the safest but I don't think I want to like I feel like I'd be so lonely and that's mm. so like so sad <laughs> like, no for real 
I feel sometimes it's just nice having like the company people that even if you're not really like doing anything necessarily like just having like a person like knowing there are human beings around you is kind of nice sometimes too I guess yeah like one of the main reasons I want to go down is to have that social aspect to it like not but not too social but like yeah social you know like hey 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 like don't let's get not get too crazy yeah no I get what you mean though (laughs) like you don't really realize it either until like you don't really get it but like I feel like a little like a little social interaction every here and there does help in terms of like mentally just keeping sane humans are social creatures yeah interact yeah I feel like people always say that and I used to be like yeah whatever like I'm pretty sure like if I, it came to it like I could like live on my own and like hermit in the woods or something like that if it if I needed to but like being around people you're like peers I guess too mm-hmm. does that make sense I feel like that helps a lot more yeah yeah I don't know why it is though because ob- like I feel like adults are they're like more mature and they know what they're talking about and they're more wise and I feel like it would be fun to talk to them but there's just something about being with people around your age who are like I don't know as broken as you are yeah like like, more relatable yeah 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 like we're like fucking like batshit crazy as you are yeah no no like I go I think it's just because like you're going through like the similar kind of like life experiences I guess so it's a little bit like relatable you know whereas like they're kind of like at a different stage in their life so it's a little bit harder to like talk about stuff yeah it's definitely a generation thing yeah it's for sure and then like I don't know I feel like value I don't know like they're a little more traditional I guess too does that make sense yeah they grew up in a whole different like culture than us we've all been like perusing the same social medias and like we've all seen the same memes so I guess we're relatable (laughs) in that kind of sense yeah dude I feel like yeah this is the generation of the memes like I wonder like in future like when this generation has like kids and stuff like what are they gonna think about like the crackheadery like, this but they, might be, they might also be kind of like yeah yeah that's fair that's fair I feel, like you know like um like the whole salt like you know like there was like all that controversy is the like the controversy around like WAP or whatever like kind I've of, heard of I, I what do you mean controversy I've never heard of no. Oh, it was just basically, like, some, like, old white men, like, shitting on being, like, oh, my gosh, like, that's very, like, explicit, and, like, why would, like, Cardi be, like, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, dude, but, like, she always makes songs about that, like, so, like, what's the biggie, yeah, it wasn't really controversy, it was just kind of, like, like, a thing, like, yeah. like, um, what do we call old people? Boomers? Boomers, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> Where was I going with that? Oh, have you seen the dance, though, for that? I, I think it's great. Yeah, have you tried it? <laughs> yeah, I learned the dance actually one day. When <laughs> for a, I was so bored at home one day, and I was like, "Yo, like you know what would be like a great idea? Let's let's." It's actually not that hard. It's not as hard as you think. It's just the splits part that's like tricky. <laughs> yeah, because I can't. Wait, you you can do the splits though, right? Not anymore, I don't think. Because <laughs> oh, I remember like back in your gymnastics days, like yeah, like, I I used to, but I think I lost my flexibility flexibility. Yeah, I think um, that just comes with getting old, too. Dude, my back, oh my gosh, like. My back has been getting so bad. Right? No, my same lower back here. Especially. Oh my god. Same, same. I don't know what it is. Like, wait, do you do, like, any, like, kind of, like, physical, like, um, like, strenuous activity, would you say? I don't do anything, like, too intense, but I would like to eventually, because I, I, I want to get lift or whatever. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, going to the gym and seeing people, like, lift all that weight and stuff, it's like, damn. I've recently been doing some yoga because I really, really, Ooh. my back really, really hurts. And, like, <laughs> You're like, I need it. She needs it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I've only been doing like mild stretching. So. I should probably do a lot more than what I'm, I've been doing. Oh, okay. Because no, I was I wondering. Much. 
Yeah, no, because I was just wondering, because, like, what could be causing the back pain? And I was thinking, like, if you were doing, like, really, like, you know, intense, like, kind of stuff, like, maybe that's what's kind of aggravating it. But then I feel like now you had the back pain before doing it. So I'm like, hmm. No, the back pain is definitely from sitting around for oh. long periods of time. Like, <laughs> it's like the complete opposite. <laughs> it's like, actually, it's because I've just been, like, chilling a little too <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> like, a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. I, I think working out helps a lot with, like, muscle pains and, like, back pain. And true, true. All that. Wait, like, I don't know. Like, the thing about yoga is I feel like I get really bored of doing it after a while. Yeah, I would get bored too, but it's just like this back pain is just not going away. So like every time I do it, I feel like I feel more relieved. Okay, and it actually does help. Okay, yeah, maybe I should start doing that too, honestly, because this back pain is insane. Like we're literally like nineteen ish. Yeah, (laughs) sometimes I forget how old I am. Like I still think I'm eighteen in my brain. Like I'm like I'm eighteen. I feel like 18 and 19 are, like, the same age. Right? Like, it's I just, just like, yeah. no difference. Same. Like, the 8 is basically just, like, a 9, but without, like, the extra little stuff <laughs> on the side, right? Sometimes, like, I don't know. I like doing, like, um workout videos sometimes. Oh, there's this person on YouTube who's work Because you know how, like, everybody's doing, like, Chloe Ting? Like, everybody and their moms have been doing, like, the whole, like, Chloe Ting, like, two-week ab challenge or whatever. I don't know. It's, like, unpopular opinion, but I don't really love her workout videos. I feel like they're, like, a little too, like, easy in a way. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? haven't, I haven't personally tried her videos or following her videos, but, like, I would, like, watch, like, little snippets and, like, yeah, they're kind of, they're, like, super slow and super, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just don't seem as effective, but it seems like she's like she's getting results and like she's like she looks oh, yeah, good yeah. and everything no yeah not to so, say like, that's not effective or anything it's just for me like when I do work out like I want like it's like kill me with your workout please you know what I mean because like if it's like if I'm gonna bother to work out in the first place like I want it to be like in te- like you know like because I'm already putting in the effort so I might as well just go hard or go home you know no, yeah I feel that I feel that um yeah. I have like the all or nothing mentality where it's like either I'm gonna work out or I'm just gonna like not do it at all yeah but like not to say like they're not like effective or anything because i'm pretty sure like if you do them like consistently like it will work it's just that like i like to be like ripping and sweat and not able to breathe (laughs) yeah i feel that that's the only way you can like tell if the workout if the workout is like effective or not is if you can actually like feel the pain and the fire in your legs and everything precisely (laughs) yes someone who gets it thank you (laughs) because I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not the case, though. Like, I know that, like, workouts generally, like, even if they're not, like, you're not, like, dying, like, they can be effective. It's just that, like, I feel like I'm getting, like, why waste my time if it's not gonna burn? Yeah, so, like, workout videos. Oh, yeah, like, I found this girl on, like, YouTube. Her name's, like, a little, like, plug. Like, her her name's, like, Gabby Shayan or something like that. Am I pronouncing that last name right? I don't know. But, like, her workouts are, like, really, like, nice because, like, they're pretty hard, actually. And, like, the thing is, like, you know how, like, a lot of workout videos, they have, like, the same kind of moves, like, the basic ass, like, you know, like, squat jumps or, like, you know, burpees and stuff like that. Like, hers are, like, like, the moves that she does are kind of, like, combination moves. So, they're, like, combinations of different kinds of moves. So, it's, like, a little more interesting, I feel like, because I get bored kind of easily, too. She's intense. Sorry, I'm, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's, like, one of those, like, workout, like, I think, like, one of, like, you know, like, like, you know, like, the fit, fitspo, like, Mm -hmm. that specific type of person, yeah, she's very, like, fit, fitness, kind of, but, like, yeah, her workout videos are, like, pretty fun, though, I would say. You know Blogilates, right? Yeah, yeah, Blogilates, yeah, yeah. Um, How would would you compare um, Gabby with 
Oh, I feel like Gabby, like her workouts are a lot more intense, I feel like, compared to Blogilates. Because the thing about like Blogilates, it's like Pilates kind of thing, and I don't really do Pilates. I don't know, like, I, how did you want to say? I don't, I don't know what Pilates is. Like, is it like a, oh. it's like a combination <laughs> of like, like, like hardcore working out and yoga? It's like the in-between. Yeah, I'm sure, like the, the textbook definition of like what Pilates is exactly. I just know that Blogilates does pop Pilates, which is like Pilates to pop music. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, like, okay, I feel like, okay, not that, like, her workouts aren't intense, because, like, I feel like Blogilates is kind of hard, actually, because, like, I have no core strength whatsoever, so, like, and a lot of her workouts are, like, ab stuff, and there's, like, no muscle, like, here, like, at all, so those are really, really hard, actually, for me personally, but, like, these kinds of videos are, like, um, like, Gabby, uh, Gabby's videos are more, like, like, I guess, like, intense, like, kind of, like, high intensity sort of things it, it hurts in a different way like this is like more hurting your cardiovascularly Ooh. and also Ooh. like yeah, lactic acid in your legs Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah so like i guess that's how they kind of differ i would recommend if you're looking for like something that won't make you breathe thank you i will i will try her out yeah can, can i ask what you wear when you work out <laughs> what i wear um I like wearing, like, I feel like, okay, here's the thing, like, if I'm home alone or whatever, um, because sometimes, like, my parents, like, my dad does go out to work, and, like, my mom occasionally helps her, her sister to work, uh, because they work at a laundromat together, which you have been in, and she has, I remember when she, like, terrorized you in, like, the changing, I don't know if you remember, it was, like, back in, um, eighth grade at, like, the yes! dinner dance, yeah, and then you <laughs> had, like, um, you had, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. thing, right, and then she, like, uh -huh go in there and then she like went in with yeah uh, yeah so like that's where my mom works um but like yeah like when I am home alone though um because there are no people around I generally just wear like a sports bra and shorts and I feel like that's very comfortable like that's like my ideal outfit because it's like girl, girl when you're like sweating hard like you don't want like all this extra fabric and stuff and I feel like that's just like oh like it's the best thing to wear but like if there are people around like I get a little like oh maybe I'm too showing too much skin so like I wear like capris and like a, a gross t-shirt or something I don't really have workout clothes like I just have like old t-shirts and shorts like, from like when I was like in the third grade or something like I so do yeah. you wear yoga and like your old t-shirts and stuff then? I just do it in my pjs like I just oh <laughs> rolls out of bed and gets straight into yoga <laughs> oh yeah because like it's not as intense so I don't need, and I, I don't really sweat that much so I don't need to worry about like um, Oh, like, kind of, like, soiling your pajamas. Yeah, exactly. I was on the Fabletics website. Oh, yeah, dude. Because, like, for $24. Like really good sale. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, so close to buying it. But, like, they have, like, I don't know if you've shopped there before or anything. Mm -hmm. But, like, they just have this, like, weird subscription. Like, you, oh, no. you only get the sale if you sign up for their subscription. And their subscription mm -hmm. is you paying them $50 a month just to have somebody pick like, out clothes for you so that you can style and that you can try on and if you don't like it you, you return them and stuff that's and such I a waste of money again. I feel like I know and that's I so excessive really, uh, but I was just like planning on buying something from there once and then just like canceling the subscription because I am not gonna pay $50 a month just to like dude for real though like that's okay first of all expensive but second of all like even it's a lot yeah it's a lot of clothes in general I feel like I don't know like when you go clothes shopping like, do you ever feel kind of like bad because it's like oh I already have so many clothes so like I shouldn't buy too much in a way like I always feel like I have to limit myself sometimes it depends on it depends on where I'm shopping if it's like if it's like a fast fashion store like forever 21 or like H&M or whatever then I would be more con 
cautious, 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 yeah, (laughs) about like what I'm buying and how much I'm buying. But if I'm at like a high fashion, like or like a place that like makes good quality clothes and has like a mission and like it's not like a fast fashion kind of thing, right? Like it's yeah, like the it's the opposite. Opposite, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I wouldn't mind. I would still be like those clothes are probably are typically like very expensive, so already like. They, that that's already incentive for me to not buy too many of their clothes but like I'd rather buy two very good pieces of clothing rather than like 10 like not kind of scrappy cheap clothing you okay. know yeah you yeah, know I get what you mean I get what you mean actually yeah that is I feel like that's like the best mindset to have because like yeah I don't know like it's I don't know like I feel like as I've gotten older like I don't really like clothes shopping as much actually to be honest like I still enjoy it but it's not like it doesn't give me the same like rush of like adrenaline that it used to. I no, guess. Yeah. Um, I remember being like younger and like wanting to always have things that were on trend and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just got sick of like trying to like keep up with everything. So I just kind of stopped and I don't like shopping anymore. <laughs> basically, like. <laughs> and my life is instantly better. Kind of. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> in a way it's kind of like the whole like materialistic I don't know not to say that like I mean I feel like shopping for clothes is kind of nice honestly but it's just like I I don't know I feel like I used to be a lot more materialistic than I am now if that makes sense getting more used to make me happy I guess now whereas like now like just because I obtained an item does not bring me the same amount of joy yeah it's like that that um like the more the merrier kind of mindset yeah I used to go ham when I like especially like shopping at like (laughs) yeah like shopping for clothes and stuff but things have you ever seen like that t-shirt folding hack where you like pinch it in like the middle or whatever and then like do some like sorcery Uh to it and then it becomes like folded I think I have but I don't think I did it (laughs) oh wait what do you mean (laughs) oh you didn't like do it correctly like, I, I tried it, but, like, it would never come out. Like, do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, same. Same. <laughs> like, I, I remember, like, I spent, like, an hour or something, like, um, a while back trying to, like, do the hack. Because they're, like, it, like, in the video, it, they make it seem so easy. And I'm, like, oh, like, you just got to pinch it. And then it, like, folds itself. But it doesn't really work like that at all, actually. Yeah, yesterday I was, like, looking at Marie Kondo and, like, her oh, tutorials on how to, like, fold clothes. Mm-hmm. It made me so happy. She, I, she's the organizational queen like, i was watching her videos and she would she would say things like when you're when you're folding make sure you treat your clothes with like a gentle like and very like, like comforting like give them like a like a gentle oh. touch and let your clothes know that that you support them and that they support you and everything like i thought wait, it was like super cute that is actually very wholesome and sweet but like i just needed to like learn how to fold clothes fold clothes more efficiently oh were you like watching um, like tutorials and stuff on like how to fold clothes efficiently yeah. oh apparently if you roll them apparently it saves space. i don't know if that's actually true i watched a video of this girl who of this woman who um she kind of debunked the fold folding versus rolling your clothes controversy really they're both the, they're both the same yeah that's um, what i figured that's what i thought because then like i swear like when you roll it like the thickness of it becomes thicker right so then like that still takes up space i feel like but yeah the only difference is i um, guess it's easier to access your clothes when they are folded rather than oh, when they're rolled rather than hmm. folded yeah i, feel I like, suppose yeah that might be good for like traveling I guess like if you put it in a luggage and like you're going off to like a place and like you need to like, just like quickly like obtain 
your clothing item. But yeah, I never bought that. And now it's debunked. <laughs> Wait, so are you gonna bring all the, like all that stuff on your bed then to LA? Uh no. I tried fitting them on all, all my suitcase and they cannot fit. So I have to oh, like um, I have to like get rid of like half of it. Okay. For LA it's pretty hot though, so like maybe like clothes for warmer weather would probably be good. But then again those UCLA hoodies though, like I I see you. It gets really cold at night though. However, my apartment is will not have AC. So you're probably right in that I should probably not bring super thick clothes mm. but they're cute and i like i want to they're like comfortable you know but like, i know i feel i feel dude it's hard. a struggle i remember like packing for da- like um yeah for davis and like i didn't have like a lot of clothes from like my original wardrobe or whatever and sometimes i'd be like oh my gosh this skirt would look so good with like this or not skirt but like because i really wore skirt like oh, these these bottoms would look so good <laughs> with like this top or whatever and then i'd look in my thing and it's like no oh, i left it at home but it was fine. But yeah, I felt the same way. And the thing is, like, I'm only staying there for three months, so like, I can't really wear that much anyway. Wait. Oh, like only for oh, one quarter? Right. Oh, oh. yeah. So I'm only staying there for one quarter, and after that, they expect us to move out because they're not sure if they're going to continue housing for winter and spring because what? of COVID. They're not sure if they're going. They're not Wait. sure if COVID is going to get better or worse. So. That's true, but also, like, wouldn't it be, like, if they were concerned about COVID, like, wouldn't they close it during fall quarter as well? Yeah, I think it's just, like, I don't know, UCLA like, UCLA is just very hungry for money. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> to put if it blatantly. Yeah, I know that there are some schools that, like, that charge their students for housing, even if they're not gonna live on campus anyway, or, like, whatever, but. Yeah, I still gotta pay apartment rent for our apartment, even though, like, um, we're not living no. there. Uh, no, but it's okay because we found sublease or like the apartment like management or whatever found subleasers for us. So like we're, we're chilling. So we only had to pay like 200 something or whatever per month, which is pretty good in comparison to like 2000 something that used to be. Oh my God. That's expensive. Wait. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's okay because it's split between like five people and like they have like a lot of like, um, like amenities yeah. that come with it, I guess. Like high speed wi-fi which apparently isn't that high speed but it's fine um and like other stuff too so like it's included with it so it's not too bad but like it it just sucks because i know that like a lot of other people can't get out of their leases and like they have to pay like the full rent price and that just like adulting and covid okay well um, on that happy note that concludes our episode for today uh thanks valentine for coming on and thank you all for listening um don't forget to Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at podcast underscore boba and our page, which is just boba podcast. Um, New episodes release every Monday and don't forget to be outstanding and be awesome. Bye.